I think we're ready. Okay, then. We're ready. Good. Do your intro, honey. Let me set that up. Is that the daytime or the nighttime? This is the daytime. It's very beautiful. Yeah, daytime. If you can't see it, you should look at the video. It's the most beautiful little pyramid with the earth in it yeah. or something. It's all organite. Yeah. Really, really beautiful. Well, welcome <clears throat> to another episode of Driving to the Res. With your favorite hosts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, what do you want to talk about this week? Oh, I thought you might want to do a little intro or something. You like to start the conversation with something interesting. Yeah, we did. Feeding the cats. Teenagers here. Okay. <laughs> so today, we're going to be talking about something which is, to me, quite fascinating. And it is karma and its relation to manifestation. As you know, we've done a lot of, a lot of, um, classes, courses, talks, podcasts, and all the things about manifestation. And why are we so focused on it? Because the reason is because manifestation, understanding how we manifest the world and the universe and everything moment to moment is a key component of empowerment. It's a key component of embodying and reflecting in reality the new paradigm. That's why we spend so much time on it, so much time giving up uh, out data and information and practices and exercises and everything else. That's why. Yeah. Right, right. Because, I mean, there's the tendency, as you always, to think of manifestation as just, as, in a sense... Learning how to really wish good for what it is I want. Right, right. right yeah. And yeah. Uh, the only things that you manifest are those things, those yeah. things that you really wished about for a good amount of time. Yeah. And then they came. Yeah. That's how manifestation works. But that's why you know, we're being taught in the mass media manifestation works like that, right? Well, but it's not, it's not like that. It's every single moment of your life you're manifesting, basically. Pretty, yeah, exactly. And so, all of the things, including the things that you're wishing for, that you're hoping will come to be true or want or whatever, all of the other things are already the things you're manifesting. Exactly. And that gives you an enormous amount of power, just realizing that bit. Yeah. And most of our exercises and teachings are about becoming conscious of that fact and how to use that to your advantage. It's kind of like the answer to the question, if I'm always manifesting, how come I keep getting the things that I don't want? Exactly, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's part of what we're talking about. Yeah. So here's one of the reasons. One of the reasons. Karma. Yeah. So let me read a little bit of this okay. newsletter. <clears throat> In February 2023, we gave a class that teaches how to escape the cycle of birth and death. Now, I have shared a lot of information about reincarnation throughout the years, and a big part of it is karma. How Karma Affects Birth is covered in that class. In this article, I want to give you a key component of how karma affects your manifestation of reality on a day-to-day -day basis. A reminder that manifestation, when we speak of it in the mass media, means getting something that we want in life through a mental focus and other conscious process. However, when we lift the hood on the manifestation truck, we find that it, instead, is something we do constantly, mostly unconsciously, and mostly through programming of our expectations of what reality is. First, 
Let's look at some commonly known definitions of karma. Okay. From the internet. Yeah. I always thought karma was like um, payback for doing good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've also heard that, you know, it's payback for doing bad stuff. Bad stuff. <laughs> like the sayings, like karma's a bitch. And karma's all that a bitch. Stuff. Yeah. Karma will get him. Don't you worry. Yeah. Just relax. It's Just fine. relax. Karma's karma will catch up. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, oh, oh. So- remember the other one. As you started doing your spiritual work, you started to get instant karma. Oh, instant karma was instant so fun. Karma. That, that one was fun, fun yeah. Okay, from the internet, karma. The totality of a person's actions and conduct during successive incarnations regarded as a casually influencing his or her destiny. Causally. Causally, sorry. Not casually. <laughs> <laughs> Causally influencing his or her destiny. The next one is the law or principle through which such influence is believed to operate. And thirdly, fate or destiny resulting from one's previous actions. So what goes around comes around, basically. Right. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, clearly you can get a copy of the text. This is a newsletter that comes every week. absolutely, yeah. So if you don't know how, check the notes. Mm -hmm. Another source. That would be my source. Another source of definitions of karma. Karma, yes. The force generated by a person's actions held in Hinduism and Buddhism. Oh, sorry. This is a different one, not mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got confused. <laughs> the force generated Here, let by... Let me light it, slide it up for you. Honey. Thank you. Now I can see the rest of it. The force generated by a person's actions held in Hinduism and Buddhism to perpetuate transmigration of its ethical consequences to determine the nature of person's next existence. Oh, yeah. This part of karma, instead of the one that's like this life, it's like... This is the one that gets you the next life. Exactly. And what you're experiencing today is all because of the stuff you did in your previous life. Oh, that's lifetime. right. Now it's not your it's not your now fault, it's your yes last life fault. Yes. You really so, gotta be careful of what you did your last life. Yeah. So basically this one is super disempowering because it takes you out of the present time. Right. It makes you think that you can only influence your next lifetime, but in this one you're screwed. So there's not, not much you can do about it. Except right. for, so you become except very try passive. To be, Except for try to be very good for the next good for the next life, or if you end up doing stuff bad stuff, it's like forget it. I already screwed up the next one. I might as well go for it, or who knows what. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Here goes my definition. Okay. What's yours? Karma, a cycle of actions and results of a life from deep and unshakable held desires or beliefs of experience. Ding. Hmm. Try reading that again. (laughs) A cycle of actions. And results okay. of a life from deep and unshakable held desires or beliefs of experience. That seems more accurate in my mind. Yeah. In a lot of ways, yeah. It's a cycle, right? A cycle of actions or a cycle of results, right? Actions decisions, and results. Yeah. Yeah. From a life of deeply held beliefs and desires. Yes. So I have this strong belief or this strong desire of this. Yeah. yeah. And so that's the cycle. The cycle is because of those desires. Desires and beliefs. And, or beliefs. Yeah. And it's all about experience anyway. So Yep. This. Either way, one the first few definitions kind of put you at the victim state. Yeah, very passive. You can't do anything about it. Right, and you're you're the you're to suffer the consequence. Yeah, of your previous actions. Yeah, and your definition is more empowering in the sense that it's deeply held belief that you have that's putting you in a cycle of experience. Yeah, or a desire. Okay, or a desire. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Okay. During one of our podcasts, Larry, Ilya, Delina, and I discussed what karma is. And I explained to them what I had seen as karma when I was a small child. That scene has evolved and it developed since then to a more accurate and mature form. To summarize, I told them the story of when I was a little girl and thinking about karma. I was watching a vinyl playing on a record player. Do we have to explain what vinyls and record players are? Uh, I guess in the sense that uh, you could look it up. I would suggest <clears throat> look up a microscope view of a record, a vinyl record. Okay. So you can see with the needle in the groove on the record player. Mm-hmm. If you took a, take a look at that picture, then you understand what we're talking about. And okay. if you don't even know what a vinyl record is, you know, you can figure out how to figure it out. <laughs> I had just been told how the mechanics worked on that machine, how the vinyl had little grooves and how the needle went up and down and side to side on those grooves. It translated those movements into sound. The conversation about karma was happening in the background and someone said the words to the effect that the person they were talking about was stuck in a karmic cycle. Repeat the same thing over and over again like a broken record. I looked at the needle and the vinyl and lifted it. I remember saying out loud, why doesn't she just lift herself out of it? I was then told that the person didn't know how they were in a cycle in the first place so I kept repeating the same experience over and over. I made a mental note to think of ways to help people understand how to move out of the cycles they were trapped in. Now, we're here today, and I'm weaving this information in a way that will make that plan come true. 1. Karma is a cycle. 2. The person is unaware that they are in a karma cycle, and also unaware that they can simply lift themselves out of it. Therefore, they are powerless and unable to respond to their situation in a high-frequency way or change it. They're not responsible for it. Three. Stop me anytime you like. I was going to, but then I remembered people said they didn't like me to interrupt you in the list part. So I was going to wait till you get done. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, three. The person thinks that they're not responsible now for the low frequency life they're manifesting. And actually, they are the victim of it and have no responsibility for manifesting it. And for as long as they don't realize they're they're stuck in a cycle, this is actually true. 4. The person finally realizes that they're stuck in a karma cycle created by negative programs or belief systems, including thinking that their current life circumstances dictate their current reality, and makes a decision to try something different, something new. 5. The person lifts themselves out of the karma cycle and look around for a different experience, one that isn't dictated by beliefs that they cannot change their lot. 6. They can then see well enough to manifest new experiences. 7. At this point, the person can choose to keep their new experiences or go back to their old cycle and manifest more of the same thing that they're familiar with and used to. They will often, if not to do the second, blame it on external factors. Like, nothing really changes. This is how life is. Stuff like that. Yes. That's the list. It's a good list. The The one thing that needs more... The one thing that can be used as a number seven mm-hmm. is the use of the word lift. Lift yourself out of that cycle. Mm-hmm. So the first thing my body said when you say that mm-hmm. is lift. Like how do you lift yourself out of a thing? So I understand what you mean by it. Mm-hmm. At a soul level, at a body level, my body says that's not a lifting thing. That's not heavy or light doesn't go up or down. It's like lift. What do you mean lift? Mm-hmm. Lift myself out of a cycle. 
But I think what I understand you to mean is become aware that the cycle is one that you have placed yourself in Mm -hmm. for a reason of experience, Mm -hmm. probably because you have a very strong belief or desire to have a certain experience. So when you say lift yourself out of it, you, you really are saying is examine this from that angle. Yeah. 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 So look at it from this angle, that Mm -hmm. this is a cycle of experience that you've held yourself in to have an experience that you really wanted. Mm -hmm. And if you recognize it for that, you can change your mind. Yeah. Or at least be aware that this is the experience you're after and this cycle is what you're using to keep you in it. Yes. So enjoy it. Yeah. But don't Uh, be stuck in it. Right. So... Something many individuals, like yeah, many individuals say, well, how do I do that, right? It's like, I'm stuck in it. How, how will I know what I don't know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. And we will be talking a little bit about that on the next podcast. But for this podcast, I wanted to talk about the fact that there are things that you can actually do, <clears throat> even by yourself. But it's better to have other people or friends who are high frequency, who you can discuss these things with, and they can they can have different viewpoints for you to examine. And we have the Telegram group. We have the Subscribe Star group. We have the Walk With Me Now group. We have a lot of groups of people who are doing actually doing these things, okay? Mm-hmm. And you can bounce ideas with. Now, if you're really, really stuck on the lone wolfie, then there is something that you can look at. When, when you are in a kind of thing that you think like, the words that come through to show you you're stuck in a cycle are words such as everybody and everything, every time. It always. Always. It's like absolutes. Okay. Um, that is like the whole planet. And I'm not talking about absolute sense in a situation where, yeah, that plane, if it crashes or if it explodes in the air, it's going to fall and everybody's going to be dead. That's an absolute, right? An airplane full of people explodes in the air, falls onto the ground. Absolutely, everybody's going to die. I'm not talking about the situational things. I'm talking about the whole planet here. So understand that. Well, that's what it means, absolute. So if you say all men are, I don't know, add your... Brilliant. <laughs> all men are brilliant. No, like, not that one. Do you oh, think that's... Magnificent. True? Do you think all men are magnificent? In their own way, sure. Okay. So all women are... Beautiful and <laughs> smell nice. <laughs> okay, we just saw the male, the, the male uh, interpretation, and actually quite healthy one too. <laughs> so, um, when we're talking about being stuck in a cycle that you don't like, or thinking that the entire world, it's like I've seen people saying, you know, I work in industry, and every single boss is a bully. Uh, petty uh, sexual tyrants, predator, sexual predators, petty, yeah. harassment, yeah, stupid. Mm-hmm. How do they ever get that job? Mm-hmm. See, I I work for ten companies every single time. I come across these people and I just can't stand it, and that's why I keep moving companies. But it's always the same. So now you know it's an absolute. Every single company on the planet has these individuals as bosses. That's an absolute. So you know because the common denominator in this. It's you, actually. Yes. It's not the, the ten common. different bosses. Right. And then that's when all the subconscious belief systems and cycle kind of little trap things and 
wedges and whatever's coming to play from the very beginning, from what company did you go out of your way to apply for a job? And then during your interviews, what kind of feedback you were having and all the, all of the things. So from the karma perspective, right? His last lifetime, you were that horrible boss. From, yes. And so you have to make up for it by suffering this torture for this life. Exactly. From the disempowerment <clears throat> karma definition. Yes. Yeah. yeah. From the empowered karma definition, we look at and see, okay, I'm using an absolute here. Mm. All the bosses in the world are like this. Okay. Do I want an experience of subjugation? Is yeah. that what I came on the planet to have? Great. Let me think. Hmm. I'm listening to this podcast. Um, no, actually, that's not what I came here to experience. Right. I don't know where I got sidetracked with that idea. Mm-hmm. I see that's an idea that I held. Yes. No, I think I'm going to examine that and maybe drop it. Mm-hmm. I think I should probably have a nice experience. Of it. Maybe I'll just be a nice boss. <laughs> I'll start my own company. Or I'll get a job where... The experience of having a boss is more like a partnership where we work together to create a great product for whomever. Mm-hmm. Right? Or even... They worry about these we... things, I worry about these things, mm-hmm. and together we make it happen. Yeah. Or whatever. Or whatever. It's like, it's a different experience. Right, right. Like, Be open to at least that, yeah, having that, you know, yeah. instead of yeah. resigned to your fate. Yeah. So and you could go down the path of psychoanalysis to try and figure it out and everything else, but actually the process that... I use is the um, fear processing exercise or now the stress relief exercise. And you can change. Stresses you out, go to that exercise. Exactly. So you just use those exercises. You can change the words to like the belief system bundle. All bosses are tyrants. (laughs) Where is it in my field? And then do the whole exercise from that perspective. Funniest thing. Funniest thing. I'm going to tell you a secret. Okay. You ready for the secret? I am. Once you do this, your boss is now released from that role, and you might be find yourself shocked. Yes. That they go, finally, someone who sees me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That actually is quite common, mm-hmm. that once a person Shocking. releases some sort of belief system or bundle or reaction bundle from their, from their field, from their body, that... The other people around them change. So they seem to change. It's really one of well, those amazing yeah, things. They, my experience with that, they say, I thought you had a chip on your shoulder and you were like waiting for somebody to knock it off. And, you know, I love knocking off chips. <laughs> but when I see now, you don't really have a chip. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't even know why I thought that about you. Yeah. Well, you're actually pretty cool. I like yeah. you. Yeah. So it could change from the present Dramatic. situation, yeah. right? The people that's in your life. Or it could be like suddenly... Your boss retires and a new boss comes in, or it could even be that you get an offer <laughs> get a, from a company. When you go there, the boss is absolutely amazing. Or the, yeah, yeah, or the boss moves on and you turn into the boss. That too. <laughs> you get yeah. promotions. Yeah. yeah, all kinds of things. All kinds of things happen. Yes. Hmm. Um. So that is that example, I suppose. Um, um. But I would caution against psychoanalysis. I haven't seen it work in any form, and it actually adds to the victim-aggressor energy most often. Well, it's probably worthwhile to describe what you mean by psychoanalysis. Jungian's psychology, Freudian psychology, uh, health stuff. So doubt. let's just say, for example, I got a boss. I hate this boss. It's like the 10th time I've had a boss, and they always harass me. 
So I'm going to sit down in the chair at Jungian Analysis. What are they going to do? They will probably start looking at seeing um, that. And they will probably conclude that it was your father figure or your mother figure coming through your boss. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So basically they add to the karmic cycle almost, the victim-aggressor stuff. Okay. That's been my experience of it. Now, there are some young psychologists out there and some health stats psychologists out there who are actually my students. And they've been able to marry the two methodologies really, really well. And those are very effective. And I'm not talking about, like, say, if you know, you need uh, a sounding board for talking about your life and you can't really go to a friend or a relative or whatever, and you go to a psycho- um, a counselor. I'm not saying don't do that. That's actually really helpful. What I'm saying is when you get yourself to try and realize or see or perceive or get out of really kind of stuck cycles, I have found that those are not very useful because they go back and give you reasons. And usually those reasons will validate your actions today. And they don't take you out of the cycle. They just sort of um, engage you in it for longer. A long, long time. Right. And then I you see go, what you're oh, saying. I see. Yeah. Oh, that's the reason why I'm like this. No, oh, I can change that. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Carrying on. Did you want to talk about any other of those points? Um. Let's see. Karma's a cycle. We got that one covered. Mm-hmm. Person's unaware of a cycle. Yeah, we got that one where they become aware. Thinks they're not responsible, but they are. Realizes they are stuck in that. That they created that. They lift themselves out by essentially becoming aware of that and yeah. accepting that they're active in this role. Yeah, and usually all it takes is to do something different. And yeah, and all it, takes, all it takes mostly is respond instead of react, yeah, right? That's Basically. It. Yeah, respond rather than they react. see well enough to manifest a new experience of what they might consider to be the same circumstances, mm-hmm. but they manifest a new experience of those circumstances. Yeah. And that allows everyone else who's orchestrating that experience with them to play a different role too. Yep. Right? Yeah. And then they can decide to keep it or go back to the old one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I don't have no questions about that. I think you covered it good. Okay. The last bit then. Karma is driven by the desire to be held in an experience. Which can often means that when the person is fully satiated with that experience and looks around for a different experience to have, they may experience a feeling of still being trapped in the old one. <laughs> so, basically, once the person is fully satiated with the experience, they can move on. But if they're not quite fully satisfied, they're not felt that they've got the full experience out of it, I'm not saying consciously, like, um, I want more punishment type energy. <laughs> Talking about at a higher level experience of higher self, more expanded awareness self level of, did I get the full experience yet or not? From experience's sake, not from punishment or whatever, right? Right. So, um, the, okay. But it also means that they will not even look around if they're not fully done with it. So when a person is not fully done with an experience at a higher self level, they're not going to even question why they're having that experience. And they wouldn't be listening to this podcast. 
Or even if they're listening, they're making a thousand excuses of why it doesn't apply to them, that they can't do that, or that's not their situation, right? So basically, it's like they're not fully done, then they not, won't realize that it's a cycle. Which is part of why you need the tribe of... Uh... No, by by the time you find a tribe, you're already done with the cycle. So basically, oh, the other side of, of it... The, that's kind of the... The other side of it is, you're listening to this... Yeah, so that probably means you're done with it. <laughs> you're done with those negative cycles. Got it. That makes sense. Period. So if you try and share this with someone that you can see this in that, and they's like, no, that's not me. Well, you know, they're not done with it. Exactly. Got yeah, it. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That's yeah. funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because oftentimes you see yourself trying to help someone. Come on, let me help you. And they're like, don't help me. I don't want no help. Yeah. It's like, here, let me help you some more. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> <laughs> The knowledge that our manifestations are driven by a desire for experiences and that we can get stuck in a cycle of one or more of those desires, ours or other people's desires, allows us to become aware that what is driving our manifested experiences right now, right? That is what is driving our experiences, a manifestation of experiences right now, okay? The desires for experience. And therefore, by stepping out of those cycles, removing the programs and fears, we can then manifest a different desire and a different experience. So what about, well, I mean, clearly the general experience of karma that you've been describing is one where you're stuck in this torturous existence of some form yeah. up or other, right? Yeah. And uh, you want to step out of that torturous cycle of suffering. Mm-hmm. And you want to manifest a new experience of a new paradigm, maybe, you know. Yeah. But what if you don't have that? What if you're in a cycle of not terrible experiences? Mm. Is it still a karma thing? Uh, well, desire, yes. If we take my definition of karma and you see that the experiences you're having is from programs or desires, then if you're having a fabulous cycle, I mean, every single boss you've ever had was absolutely amazing. Yeah, because my last life, I was really good. No, it's because you're having that desire of having amazing bosses. Wait a minute. What? Can't blame the bad stuff on it and not let the good stuff be part of it. That's part of the whole deal. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get out of the cycle of karma, even if we're the benefit? It's on the beneficial Where side. Why would you want to? It's when you have a choice, right? That's when you have a choice. All I'm giving well, you the information to, for you to make a choice from a perspective of full knowledge. I know. You see the cycles that are positive and you want to keep them. Keep them. Right? So you see the cycles that are negative and you want to get out of them, you can get out of them. But once you realize that the cycles that are positive come from your experience of what you want to experience and also your belief systems, then you're empowered to continue having those cycles for as long as you want. Right. So here's the natural the natural thing based on what I've experienced most people. Mm-hmm. So when they learn something like karma is a cycle that they've voluntarily put in place Mm -hmm. they want to get rid of it and all karmic ties and all karmic everything's right Mm -hmm. even though in a large part of their life that's probably helping them stay in a cycle of desire of wonderful experiences that they want to keep Mm -hmm. but they want to drop all of those things because somehow the idea that it's a thing that's voluntary makes it something to get rid of do you know what i'm saying Uh uh-huh so it's yeah, I've seen okay. that. I've seen yeah. that too. It's like, oh yeah. well, I'm going to drop all karmas: good, bad, yeah. ugly, nice, I've seen that beautiful, with, with programs terrible. as well. Yeah. Or limitations. Limitations. Yeah. I get all everything. Of them. All yeah. of them. All of them. But yeah. that's clearly 
not what you're saying. No. But it's easy to get carried away with this and think that all programs are bad, all karma thing, beliefs, desires for experience are bad. All but limitations are all bad. All limitations are bad. We yeah, should have none, and et cetera, et cetera. But that's yeah. not what you're saying. No, that's okay. not what I'm saying. No. What you're saying is be consciously choice, choosing these things or be consciously aware that these are the way things work. Yeah, so you so can be conscious in choosing them. You can be conscious in choosing because, uh, because why? Why do we want to be conscious in using them? Why? Why? Why is it necessary? Uh, the split right now. Because of the split right yes. now, yeah. Uh, when we passively are passengers of programs, cycles, and other people's choices, we're in a power over other situation and very infantile situation, basically. And by becoming aware, conscious, and making conscious decisions about the cycles or programs or limitations that we keep, we're basically saying we grew up. We're now adults. Right? As an adult, it's a very different experience. And the new paradigm, the light side of the new paradigm, the, the new paradigm, which is pure light, Needs adults. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not the victim of great experiences or the victim of not great experiences. We're not programs experiencing this because somebody else or some other something we're doing and experiencing what we are because of us. Yeah. Yeah. But we do it consciously. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. So I think that gave a lot of food for thought, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I know... There'll be a tendency to like swing hard one way or the other way in this experience of it. And that's great to go experience the get rid of it all or, well, what about the ones that I like? And then pretty soon you get into a little tuffle. So probably what we should do is talk to Ilya and Adelina for a little while. Yeah. See what they and see what comes up in their world about this. If yes. they want to keep their karma or if they're going to like throw it out the door or what's right. going on with this karma thing. Yeah. The karma from the perspective of desired experiences well we'll see what what definition they're using oh, okay. there's five <laughs> all right can't wait to yes. hear all right see you in i guess a minute yeah when the yeah the second part of this podcast <laughs> if you don't know how to get the second oh part, yeah the second part if you're just listening to the first part you don't even know what we're talking I about know. have you ever heard of subscribe star honey yes who told you about it you that's right and what happens at Subscribe Star? We can subscribe and listen to the second part of this episode. Wow. And all the other episodes. What else can you get at Subscribe Star? Uh, you can get um, the weekly homework that I send out to uh, our uh, higher, higher uh, peer. Yeah. So and you get also, weekly homework. What is the weekly homework all about? Um, it's exercises you can do to keep yourself, you know, exercised in empowerment. Exercises in empowerment. Yes. And awareness, yeah. expansion of awareness, which mm -hmm. is essential. Okay, okay. So you got a weekly exercises. You have the access to the second hour. In the second hour, we talk to, in this case, we're going to talk to Ilya and Adelina. Yes. For about an hour. Yes. They're going to ask us questions. And expand the And expand the, the conversation topic. we just had yeah. about this newsletter. It goes really deep. Right. And then also. And also once a month. A class. An uh, hour or two. It's with a hour. class, including questions and answers yes. about topics. It's an hour are... lecture plus a question and answer section. Right. Our last class was about reincarnation. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were some pretty interesting nuggets. 
Well, it was came out. Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, what, what I, I remember, even though I was giving the class with you, <laughs> coming to some realizations in the class that I hadn't put the pieces together in. Do you remember any of this? Yeah, one of them specifically was in, 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 uh, oftentimes there will be the tendency to say something like, I am never coming back here again. Yes. Even though you've come back here like a hundred times or a thousand or a lot. <laughs> I mean, everyone's had, most everyone's had many lives. You know, you're the exception in this. There's case. not lots of other people who are here on earth for the first time. Yeah. Not in physicality in the first time, but definitely on earth for the first time. Yeah. So most of the people that I contact in contact with have mm -hmm. had lots of lives. They have. And lots they're, and lots of lives, yeah. they've been around the block earth. and they all, they'll, Almost universally say, I never come back here again. <laughs> Lots right? of them, yes. <laughs> I've heard that so many Just times. Just tell me how to. <laughs> Just tell me how to get know. out of this cycle because yes. I never come in here yes. again. I don't want to be trapped doing this. Trapped yes. is, I'm yes. trapped and yeah. I'm in a cycle I can't get out of. And Prison planet. There's a soul trapped. There's a moon oh, over there. And you go on the moon, you're screwed. Yeah. So what do you think they're going to do? Yeah. They're going to go right for that moon. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, not again. <laughs> so one of the realizations was, much like this karma, we are... We were stuck in a trap of our own making to continue to bring us back to what is a light, dark, real. Yes. Because without some form of self-trickery, we would be having a hard time coming back. Yes. And usually the trickery would involve duty mm -hmm. or a job not done mm -hmm. or uh, some Don't pull. leave your brothers and sisters behind. Don't abandon it. Yeah. yeah. Some pull to pull you back into... The light, dark, light paradigm. dark paradigm. Because you're naturally a light being yes. and bringing yourself into this place. It's not natural. It's not natural for no. you. So, once you become aware of it, right? Aware mm -hmm. of what's going on, you understand this was something you did to yourself. Mm -hmm. Now that you are aware of it and doing it to yourself and bringing yourself into a light, dark, real, You are aware that maybe you will or maybe you won't. It's still you deciding. Yeah, but consciously, not but through But you'll be the one consciously deciding at, well, your death, which nobody dies, by the way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know it looks that way, but the you, that's you, doesn't die. Right. Never did, never will, never has. Mm -hmm. It's not going to. Right. It tripped itself yeah. a little bit, but it's not going to die. So the the you that heard this is the same you that will remember this yes. when you do, you know, not die. Mm -hmm. And you can choose to come back to a light paradigm. So that was your in insight. Then. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't trick yourself to come into a light dark one because you're the you that you are right now. You yeah. already know better. Just by hearing that, and now you know. And we've the split, so you can go straight to the light part of the split. Which is where you want to go back. That's always we wanted to go back. You always right? wanted yeah, to. Yeah, that's home. You didn't need to trick yourself. <laughs> so exposure to the data is all it takes. Yes. Once you got the data, you don't, you can't trick yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's you can forget, I guess. Good <laughs> luck with that. But the you that you are is the same you. Mm-hmm. Those were kind of some of the things that come through. So if you haven't gotten that class, you could go get a subscribe star now for the class version. That's going yeah, to give you all of the classes that yes. we've done. Plus, not all of them, but the, all the classes that are since in we the started, yeah. Since we started, yeah. yeah. Since we started subscribe star, all the classes we've done since then are there. Right. For sure. And all the second hours or second parts all of, of the podcast since we started subscribe star are there. 
So that's quite a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot, a lot. And all the ones that come, you will get, Obviously, of course. Yes. Right? And oh, they will the also become a part of the, um, it's kind of a star tribe. The star right? tribe, yeah. They have a telegram group yeah. and there's a comment section on the telegram group. They do a study they do of study the study groups. They yeah. do all kinds of stuff. Yes, lots so, of fun stuff. Thanks to Ashley's. Ashley's well. <laughs> Ashley's the star tribe. Yes. Yeah. So right. I, I, I think we told you enough about that. If you don't know what it is now, you know, mm-hmm. go to the subscribe star and look for Anelia Benz. Yeah. And then get, get, a, get a subscription, get the second hour. Yeah. And we'll see you in a minute. Okay. See you then. Bye. Bye. Is it a minute yet? What? Is it a minute? No. What an amazing episode about the concept of karma. Interesting definition that I haven't heard before. So make sure you join us for the second hour where we explore the definition from our point of view, how we understood it or misunderstood it. And we also get into some interesting stories and explorations like what happened with Hitler and his karma? Is there heaven and hell? What is the purpose of punishment? And are there beings with no karma? Well, besides beings with no karma, we discovered there is instant karma and optional karma, looks like. (laughs) And then we had an exploration of karma and importances. Do you remember our class, choosing our importances? So you'll see the connection. And... um, we also ex- uh, ex- explored the path to enlightenment. So join us for the second hour. It's on subscribestar.com. Search for Inelia Benz. Or you can find us on Rockfin, which is R-O-K-F-I-N.com. Yes, see you, see you there. there. Bye.